Have you ever wished that you had a direct line to your pediatrician to ask all the questions that constantly crop up while parenting? We sure have. That's why we launched the Bites of Health podcast. Every morning, we'll answer a commonly asked pediatric question in five minutes or less. You can tune in while you're making your second cup of coffee or from the school drop-off line. So be sure to tune in to Bites of Health, streaming now. Soundsington Media! Hey, Brian, what time is it? Um, I've got 12.05. Yep, same here. I've got 12.05, so we're both seeing the same time on our watches. Why do you ask? Well, can you imagine how weird it'd be if we had different times? You mean, like, if we were traveling through time? Yeah, exactly. This week, we received a fantastic question from our listener community, and it's all about time. This is Reaching Out from Reach, a space podcast for kids. Reaching Out is our chance to answer real questions about space from kids around the world. This week's question is from Hunter and Greta in Minnesota, who asked, Hi, this is Hunter. And this is Greta. We're from Minnesota and we're wondering, is time travel possible? Great question, Hunter and Greta. To get the answer, we reached out to our friends at NASA to ask them if time travel is possible. We spoke to Dr. Alina Kiesling, astrophysicist, and Dr. Jason Rhodes, senior research scientist, both from NASA's Jet Propulsion Laboratory. And here's what they had to say. What an awesome question. So we can actually look backwards in time. When we look at the sky, we're seeing things as they were in the past because light takes time to reach our eyes. So when you look up the sun very carefully, don't look at it directly, you're actually seeing the sun as it was eight minutes ago because that's how long it takes light to travel from the sun to the earth. So at night, we're looking even further back in time because all of those stars and galaxies are so much further away. Scientists have taken photos of the universe that show that it, what it was like 13 billion years ago. That's eight and a half billion years before the earth even existed. So. Anytime you're looking into the night sky, you're actually looking backwards in time. In addition, people are actually always traveling in time. So every day you're getting older at the speed of about one second per second. That's why you get one year older each year at your birthday. But I imagine when this question was asked that you weren't really talking about the normal time travel or looking backwards in time. You were probably asking whether we could jump around in time into the future at a rate different to the people on the Earth. And science says that this is possible. So a little over 100 years ago, a scientist named Albert Einstein came up with a theory about how space and time travel relative to each other, the theory of relativity. One aspect of this theory considers how fast time moves depending on how fast you're moving. And the faster you're moving, the slower time moves. So imagine you've got a set of twins. One of the twins jumps into a spaceship and travels close to the speed of light for 15 minutes before they get back to the Earth. Meanwhile, the twin on the Earth has just been traveling at the regular speed. And 
This twin on the Earth experienced 30 years go by, while the other twin just experienced 15 minutes. So by traveling super fast, the twin in the spaceship has only aged 15 minutes, while the twin on the Earth aged 30 years. But at the moment, science doesn't really know how to make humans travel that fast. And so we don't experience these huge shifts in time. But it's possible to see tiny shifts even with people traveling fast on, for example, airplanes and just fractions of a second difference in time. All right, so Alina told you about how people traveling really fast can uh, experience a kind of time travel because they age much slower than their counterparts on Earth. So one way to travel, say, into the future in a human lifetime would be to travel really, really fast, almost the speed of light. Well, there's another uh, consequence of Einstein's theory of relativity is that clocks run slower when they're near a strong source of gravity. So a clock on the Earth runs a little bit slower than a clock in space. And so you could imagine another way to travel into the future was if you went to a really, really strong source of gravity, like a black hole, your clock would travel much slower. Now, again, this is something we, one, don't know how to do, and two, we don't recommend because it could be very deadly to be near a black hole. But theoretically, it's possible to slow down your time by going near a black hole. So you might think, well, none of this is very practical. How do I use this in my everyday life? Uh, I can't travel in time. But the fact that clocks move slower uh, near a gravitational pull, like on the Earth, than they do in space is actually very important for something you probably do do uh, daily. And that's the GPS, the global positioning system you have in your phone that works with clocks on satellites. And those satellites orbiting the Earth, they have clocks that travel a little bit, or the time in those clocks goes a little bit faster than it does here on the Earth. So your GPS in your phone wouldn't work at all unless we made the corrections in the math for how fast those clocks move. So Einstein's theory of relativity about how time and space behave relative to each other it has very practical implications for how you get around here on Earth using your GPS. Wow, Brian, could you imagine if we could actually slow down time? Well, it'd give us more time to look up sea shanties on TikTok, that's for sure. Thanks again for that fantastic question, Hunter and Greta. And thanks again to Dr. Alina Kiesling, astrophysicist, and Dr. Jason Rhodes, senior research scientist, both from NASA's Jet Propulsion Laboratory, along with our friends at NASA's Space Place, for sharing this expertise with the REACH listener community. Got a question about space? Let us know. Get your parents' permission and give us a call at 312-248-3402. Then leave us a message with your first name, where you're from, and a question for a chance to be featured in an upcoming episode. We can also accept your questions via email. Just send us your first name, where you're from, and what question you'd like answered to reachthepodcast at gmail.com. That's it for this week on Reaching Out. We're your hosts, Brian Holden and Meredith Stepien. Reach is produced by Nate DeFort and Sandy Marshall and edited by Nate DeFort. Our theme song and additional music was composed by Jesse Case. And our logo was created by Stephen Lyons. Reach is a production of Soundsington Media, committed to making quality programming for young audiences and the young at heart. For more information on our shows and the people behind them, go to soundsingtonmedia.com.
Have you ever wondered who the Mary was from Bloody Mary? If the Loch Ness Monster was real, or if Ouija boards actually worked? On each episode of the family-friendly Unspookable, we look at the histories and mysteries behind your favorite scary stories, myths, and urban legends to get the real stories behind the scares. Want to solve your next mystery? Find and follow Unspookable now wherever you get your podcasts. 